KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. You're listening to the Arab Shabbat program, Arab Shabbat Kodesh, Parashat Vayetze, Hey Kislev. We are nearly a month since we started praying for rain here in Eretz Yisrael. Those of you who haven't joined us in saying Vanenu yet, I recommend you do so. We've had one minor rainfall thus far, and the weather has been very warm and summery, and hopefully that will come to an end soon. Last week we discussed the difference between Yitzchak Avinu and Avraham and Yaakov as far as praying for their wives who are Akarot. We discussed this on several levels, certainly on the most basic level. Yitzchak is the only one who prayed for his Akara wife. Though we saw that Rashi perhaps wants to pull us in the direction of the fact that Yitzhak Avinu himself didn't have any sons, as opposed to Avram who had Yishmael, and Yaakov who had sons from Leah, A, that's somewhat disturbing, because why wouldn't they pray for someone else? And number two, we saw the Sforno who says that Yitzhak Avinu was confident that he was going to have sons, and he was praying just for Rivka. In which case, Yitzchak was praying for Rivka, not for himself. And in that case, he clearly differentiates himself from Avraham and Yaakov. This was an interesting midrash that my father-in-law pointed out to me in this context, which uh, shed some light on this interesting, perhaps even troubling, issue. The Midrash in Masechet Shabbat, Peitet Amudbet, says the following. Mar Shmuel Bar Nachmani Amar Yonatan. My dichtiv, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani says in the name of Rabbi Yonatan, what, what is the Pasukah that says, Ki ata avinu, ki avraham lo yadanu, vi Yisrael lo yakirenu, ata Hashem avinu goalenu meolam shimcha. It's a Pasukah that says, you are our father. Because Avraham didn't know us, and Yisrael doesn't know us, you, Hashem, are our Father and our Redeemer. Your name is for for eternity. So the the basis of the, the question of what's the Pasuk talking about is the fact that Yitzchak is omitted, Avraham is mentioned, and Yisrael, Yaakov is mentioned. Where is Yitzchak? Additionally, Avraham and Yisrael are mentioned in a negative connotation. Avraham lo yadanu. Abraham does not know us. Israel does not recognize us. What about Yitzchak? In the future, Kadosh Baruch Hu will say to Abraham, Your sons have sinned to me. So Abraham answers, Master of the universe, they should be erased on the sanctity of your name. Amar, so God says, Amar Leila Yaakov. I'll talk to Yaakov, Dahavalitsar Gidulbanim, that he he had the difficulty of raising children. Efshar Dabai Rachamealayu. It's possible that he will ask for mercy upon them. Again, the term Dabai Rachame is a term that we read in the Gemara which refers to Tfila in general. 
But if we notice, the term bai rachame specifically uses the words rachamim. Rachamim, mercy, as opposed to din. Amar banecha chatu. So God, in fact, turns to Yaakov. Amar lefana ribono shalom yimachu al kedushat shemecha. Yaakov answers, they should be wiped out in the, on the sanctity of your name. Amar, so God replies, Lo besave ta'ama, velo bedardike The grand, the old one doesn't have any reasoning, and the young one doesn't have any idea. The old one referring to Avram Avinu, and the young one referring to Yaakov. Amar lo, Amar lo Yitzchak. So God now turns to Yitzchak. The one person was not mentioned in the Pasuk we began with. Banecha Chatuli. Your sons have sinned against me. Amar lefanav ribono shelolam. Banai velo banecha. So first Yitzchak responds, Are they my sons and not your sons? B'sha'ashi ikdimu lefanecha na'aseh lenishma. Karata lehem b'ni b'chori. Achshav banai velo banecha. At the time that they said... Naaseh, before they said Nishma, they showed their willingness to accept the Torah and to fulfill the Torah before they even understood it, before they even heard it. You called them, you, Ribbono Shalom, you God, called them, Bini Bechori, you called them my firstborn son. Achshav Banai Velobanecha, and now when they sin, you're calling them my Yitzchak son, my, my, my Yitzchak son, and not your sons? Vod Kamachatu. And how much did they sin? How long are the, the, the years of a man on average? 70 years. The first 20 years, you never punish them in any case. So that's only 50 years left. Take away the 25 years of night that people are sleeping. Half of the 50 years. So there's 25 years. Dal tartesari ufalga detluye umecha udaveta kise. Take out another twelve and a half years of praying and eating and being in the bathroom. Pashalu tartesari upalga. So we're left with twelve and a half years of actual living. A very humbling description of the human life. mutav. If you're willing to deal with twelve and a half years, Fine. And if not, I'll take half of those twelve and a half years upon me, and you'll take twelve and a half years upon yourself. And then Yitzchak says, and if you want, I'll take all those years on me. I was willing to even sacrifice my life for you. So then, Am Yisrael says to Yitzchak, Atavinu. The beginning of the pasuk says, Ki Atavinu, Ki Avraham lo yadanu, Yisrael lo yakiranu. Then Yitzchak answers, Ad shatem kalsimli kalsula kadosh baruchu. Praise God, and that's the end of the pasuk. Atashem avinu golenu meolam shemecha. I have a fascinating midrash in which God turns to the avot and asks them what to do about their sons who are sinning. Avram and Yaakov see no alternative but that they should be punished for their sins in the sanctity of God's name. 
But God, as the Midrash describes him, is looking for a different answer. and He's not pleased with the answer of Avraham and Yaakov. And he says, Let's, the, the, the older one has no, no uh, reasoning, and the younger one has no idea. So he turns to Yitzchak. And Yitzchak then gives him what he's looking for. First, he questions God's definition of Am Yisrael as Yitzchak's sons and not God's sons. And secondly, he says, how much did they really sin? If they've sinned for 70 years, 70 years is not really 70 years, and he breaks it down. In fact, it's just 12 and a half years. So 12 and a half years, you can't forgive them. And if they, you can't forgive them, so put their sins half on me, half on you. And finally, Yitzhak says, put all their sins on me. I was willing to sacrifice myself for, for them. I think what we can see from everything that we discussed this week in the Midrash, and last week, is that there is a major difference between how Yitzchak views reality as opposed to Avraham and Yaakov. Avraham and Yaakov seem to view reality as something fixed through the eyes of Dean. Avraham and Yaakov know that their wives are akarot, Avraham has a son from Hagar. Yaakov has, a son, has sons from Leah. So their wives are Akarot. So if their wives are Akarot, there's nothing, that's, that's the reality. There's nothing really that can be done about that. If you're an Akara, you can't have children. Yitzchak doesn't accept that. He prays because she's an Akara. He decides that, yes, this is the reality, but reality can be changed. There's a God. And besides the Midah of Deen, God also operates in, the, in a different Midah. Midah of Rachamim, which allows God to look at the reality in a different way. And to take a woman who is an Akara and turn her into someone who could have children. Yes, Akara should not be able to have children, but God looks at the reality in a different way. If we look at Avram Avinu's tefillah, when he prays for stone, in fact, he doesn't enact or evoke God's rachamim, God's mercy. He says, He challenges God's decision to destroy stone as, as, as an act of injustice. What if there are 50 tzadikim, 40, 30, 20, 10 tzadikim? That's not just to destroy the city. And God's willing to go along with that. God will not destroy, destroy stone with a lack of justice. But that's the extent of Avram's tefillah. Only if there is a lack of justice can Avram stand up to God and say, this is not just. Will the judge of the whole world not do justice? And in fact, God does do justice and He destroys stone. Or there weren't. 50, 40, 30, 20, or 10 Sadiqim. 
What Abraham did not invoke is Rachamim. As we discussed a couple of weeks ago, Lot begged for mercy. He did not think he deserved that Tsar should be saved. There was a justification to save Tsar, but he asked for it out of mercy. And he got it. Yitzchak then too seems to be someone who with a, with a, a tremendous amount of foresight. That God teaches to Moshe Rabbeinu are a tremendous chidush, an innovation. Something that is not to be assumed. That God should not judge His world through deen, through justice, but He should invoke Rachamim when He ju- judges the world. Yitzchak, with this tremendous foresight, understands that Midat Hadin, justice, is not the only way that God runs the world. God has other ways of viewing the world. And in that sense, it is appropriate to turn to God and ask for mercy and take a woman who's in Akara and make her fertile. That's not an illegitimate request. That's a request that's illegitimate if you look at the world through the eyes of Deen, through the eyes of justice. If a woman's in Akara, there's no way she can have a baby. And that's why Avraham and Yaakov, as in the Midrash, they cannot pray. If their sons have sinned, then they've sinned. What can you do about that? But Yitzchak says, no, there's another avenue. There's the avenue of Rachamim, and therefore I can pray, and my wife who's in Akara will have children. If God hears the Rachamim and invokes Rachamim. And similarly in the Gemara, Yitzchak says, they are your sons. Don't look at B'nai Yisrael just as someone else to judge. They're your sons. Invoke your mercy on them. Look at the reality in a different way. Don't look at 70 years of sin. Realize that we can look at the reality in a different way. We don't have to see this man as always sinning. He sleeps sometimes. The first 20 years he's not liable. He's doing other things that are not bad necessarily. Looking at reality in a different way is essentially the basis of Rachamim. and allows Rachamim to have an impact on the world. The conclusion of what we've seen here in the Gemara and what we discussed last week as far as Yitzchak is that Yitzchak grasped this idea in a place that Avraham and Yaakov did not grasp the idea. It might have something to do with Yitzchak being on the Mizbeach and being a Korban. It's certainly for me something to look in the future towards Rosh Hashanah when we say Vakedat Yitzchak Mentioning Yitzchak when we're invoking Rachamim in front of God is something very, very powerful then because it was Yitzchak who perhaps was the first of the Avot to really grasp 
this idea and invoke it. And on that note, may, our, may all our tefillot be accepted and may God look at us through eyes of rachamim, through eyes of mercy. Shabbat Shalom.